From Simon Field on the campus of D.C. Everest High School, I'm Chris Conley and welcome to a Wednesday afternoon of high school baseball. The Evergreens are on the air. Just a couple minutes away from first pitch between D.C. Everest and Smash, this is a makeup of a game that was supposed to be played on Monday. We were mudded out on Monday. And this is a game that was supposed to open the regular season, what, four weeks ago, and then canceled because of rain. Got a couple of sophomores going today, but they're both good. Nate Langman starts for the Evergreens, 1-0 on the season. Noah Marschke, sophomore, starts for Spash. Spash comes in with a flashy 7-1 and one record, and they've won all their Valley Conference games. That's one of the differences for the two teams today. The Evergreens have just been on the shelf for the last six days because of bad weather. Spash has been playing a full schedule. They played yesterday against Walsall West. They were 8-1 to one winners. Let's give you the starting batting orders first for the visiting Stevens Point Panthers. In center field, that's Tommy Droner who will lead off. Kale Roth will bat second. He's the second baseman. Bennett Klisch, starting football quarterback, plays left field and bats third. Caden Thayer is the third baseman. He'll hit fourth. John Nafe is the first baseman, batting fifth. Luca Weinkoff is in right field, sixth. Bryce Err is the DH. He'll hit for the pitcher, Noah Marschke, and will bat seventh. Deacon Kobach is the catcher, eighth. And Gavin Prisbelski is the shortstop, ninth. For the visiting Panthers, where their gray pants, black jerseys, red numerals, Droner, Roth, Klisch, Thayer, Nafe, Weinkoff, Air, Kobach, and Prisbelski. Here come the Evergreens, their batting order. Kyler Sapi, who now ties for the team lead in hits, will lead off and play second base. He's got seven hits for the season. Wyatt Miles will hit second. He'll play third base today. Preston Miller, who's been swinging a hot bat in recent games, moves up into the number three spot. Preston Miller in center field batting third. Brock Babish, he's the other evergreen with seven hits so far this year. Babish bats cleanup and plays left field. The Evergreens pitcher, Nate Langman, will not hit in today's game. Mitch Danielski will DH for him and will bat fifth. Hayden Davidowski's in right field, sixth. Chris Wiesman, the shortstop, will hit seventh. Nick Cotter is catching, batting eighth. Noah Shimaluski plays first base and he'll bat ninth. For the homestanding Evergreens in their green jerseys with the yellow silhouetted numbers, it's Soppy, Miles, Miller, Babish, Danielski, Davidowski, Wiesman, Cotter, and Chimaluski. This is the best day for baseball that we've had all season. It's comfortable, 63 as we get ready for first pitch. Weather's not going to be a factor at all. We've got a very light breeze from left to right. The field's a little bit soft from the rain that it's taken earlier in the game. In fact, I think soft ground probably is the way the Evergreens would like it. The crowd here at Simon Field on a just blue sky, very light, thin clouds overhead kind of day comes to its feet for the National Anthem. As we honor America with the playing of our National Anthem.
moments away from baseball at Simon Field. The field is also greened up nicely with the rain we've had over the last couple of days. Kind of a busy later part of the week for the Evergreens. Everest plays again on Friday. A really good Hudson team comes down here. And then the Evergreens are hosting a triangular on Saturday. We have the early game at 10 o'clock against Holman. Then Holman and Superior play each other. The Superior Spartans, long day on the bus for them, about three and a half hours down. And then the Evergreens and Superior will play the final game around 4 o'clock on Saturday. All home games, we wouldn't have it any other way. Let's set the Everest defense as Nate Langbin and his Evergreens take the field. Brock Babish is in left, Preston Miller is in center, and Hayden Davidowski is in right. The Evergreens infield, Wyatt Miles at third, Chris Wiesman's the shortstop, Kyler Soppies at second, and Noah Shimaluski's at first. Everest battery, that senior catcher Nick Cotter, and sophomore right-hander Nate Langbin completing his warm-up throws right now. Langbin took a no-hitter into the seventh in his first start of the season against Walsall East. It was eventually broken up in the top of the seventh inning, a game the Evergreens would go on to win 9-1. to Langbin was no decision in the game over at Walsall West. Langbin was not as good in game two, just more walks. And by the way, it wasn't a very good defense behind him on that day. Yeah, the Evergreens can move into a first-place tie. Got to earn it against the team that's ahead of them in the standings, the Smash Panthers. The Evergreens broke a long losing streak against Stevens Point last season. In fact, we beat them two out of three times including that playoff win in the sectional semifinals, which ended Spash season. So Spash may have a little bit of revenge on their mind. I'm not sure how much those things carry over from one year to the next, because it's new players. You're, you're constantly graduating some, and then others are coming in. Tommy Droner, left-hander to lead off for Spash. Again, just always not a lot of hits when Nate Langbin is working. Very good fastball, and from freshman to sophomore year, breaking stuff has been more in evidence. First pitch is overthrown, ball one up high, and we're underway at Simon Field. Again, the Evergreens, the challenges for Everest this year, the defense hasn't been very good, inconsistent, and the Evergreens need to hit more. On the inside corner, strike one and one. Again, the hard cutter, the breaking stuff's going to break away from the left-handed batter, Droner. So this could be a tough at-bat here. 1-1 pitch. Showed something off speed, and it's way outside. Goes all the way to the backstop. While Nate Langbin as a sophomore has already established himself as an elite high school pitcher, this is also the biggest stage that he's ever pitched on at the high school level. So a little bit of an unknown here. Fastball off the fist, fouled up the third baseline. Two and two. Yeah, freshman year, Nate was used sparingly, didn't pitch in any conference games. He'd be the weekend pitcher and the, the out-of-conference doubleheaders and triangulars, pitched in all of those. Well, this is his third conference game that he's starting in this season. Two-two pitch, little high, count goes full. Nate's walks were up the last time he pitched, gave up four walks. Two of them came around to score. Full count here to Droner coming home. Bounce to second. Soppy handles the hop, throws it over to first, and there's the first out of the ballgame. Here comes Kale Roth. Kale Roth. 
you know, before the game over in the dugout, Nate Langman was looking. How many lefties does Spash have in their lineup today? The correct answer is five. Roth is one of them. Curveball just missed outside. Pretty good pitch. Ball one. Jim Seckel and Mike Matthews join me in the press box today. So if there's something that they're talking about that we can't hear, just let me know. I'll cover my ears. It'll be fine. No one will know. Up high, two balls and no strikes. And I think after the game, like at Buckingham Palace, there's some changing of the guard ceremony. I think they march out onto the field. Keys to the locker room and bathrooms get, get changed. Strike at the knees, two balls and one strike. We can dig into this later or maybe between games of some doubleheader. I don't know why anyone would want to be an athletic director. Here's a fly ball, left center field. Lefty is over and Brock Babish makes the catch. I mean, I'm just telling you, from when I was in high school to now, the athletic director job description has changed so much. Now, I went to a high school in Connecticut about the same size as Stevens Point. My athletic director it was part-time. He was my math teacher during the day and ran the other. There were fewer sports then. I think it was less complicated then to run an athletic department. Now you get all the activities, too. So, I mean, DECA or what have you comes up, popped up on a first ball foul. Bennett Klitsch is now at bat, and it's strike one. Remember when Leanne Seckel had the athletic director job, she said, you know, there are some people who, like, come out of college. They've got, like, a sports management degree, and they begin applying for athletic director jobs. I mean, maybe that's a yes at a very small school, but not for a school like Everest. I mean, you got 1,600 kids here. It's a big athletic program, and Everest over the years has added sports. Makes the job a little more complicated. Ground ball to third. Wyatt Miles has it across the diamond. Low dugout by Noah Shimalewski. And there's a three-up, three-down inning for Nate Langbin. So the Evergreens are off to a good start in the field. Everest is coming up to bat next. Bottom of the first when we return on 93.9 The Game and AM 1390. I'm only part-time on Sundays. <laughs> Better hope Raythor doesn't show up. Are we supposed to play music now? Yes, we are. No. I don't know. I don't yep, know. yep, we are. I wasn't last a pretty fast and efficient top of the first for the Evergreens pitcher, Nate Langbin. Noah Marshke is warming up here. Marshke is a sophomore, and he's a lefty. Let's check the defense behind him. Bennett Klish is in left. Tommy Droner's in center, and Luca Weinkoff is in right for the Panthers. The Stevens Point infield. Caden Thayer's the third baseman. Gavin Przbelski is the shortstop. Cal Roth is at second, and John Nafe is at first base. Deacon Kolbach, I remember him as the starter last year. He's the catcher and completing the battery. Is Noah Marshke, who is completing his warm-up tosses. Again, a year ago, the Evergreens were winners in the regular season when they played Spash here at Simon Field. I mean, that ended like the longest losing streak that you could imagine. You had to go back. I mean, it, it was like 10 years before the Evergreens had beaten Spash. We lost our game over at their place, over at Buchholz Park. And then the teams met again at state sectional semifinals in Marshfield, and the Evergreens won that game. 
Kyler Soppy to lead off for the Evergreens. Kyler for the season is 7 of 20, 350. And Soppy has been getting on base more often towards the middle part of the season than he was earlier in the year. I mean, one of the challenges for Everett, there just hasn't been any continuity in this season. I mean, the Evergreens play, and, and then they're off for a week. It's been six days since the Evergreens came away with a win against Walsall West here. The second baseman, number six, Kyler Soppy. And, you know, for Everest, playing Wednesday games after Easter, Wednesday becomes a fine makeup day. Most of the religious ed class is over after Easter, so it's okay to go here. Soppy steps in against Noah Marshke. Lefty throwing to righty to get the bottom of the first underway. Long set, leg kick, coming home, just low. Yeah, Marshke's got good velocity. That's the fastball. That's a pretty lively fastball, about the equal of Nate Langbin's best stuff. Ball and no strikes. Soppy's not a big kid, so it's a small strike zone. He's got a good eye. Gets on base a lot. Swung at strike one. Couldn't catch up to the express. Ball and a strike. What we'll have to see is what Marshke has for a second pitch, and can he throw that for a strike? Takes his time. Coming home. Close. A little inside. Two balls and one strike. Marshke's been around the plate with all three of his offerings, but trails two and one. Yes, Soppy's had a lot of at-bats like this. Good eye, selective, doesn't swing at bad pitches, doesn't help the opposing pitcher out. That is the high strike, evening the count two balls and two strikes. That's a legitimate strike two, just a little bit below the letters. Yeah, when someone's thrown with velocity, that's the one you're trying to lay off, hoping you'll get something better a little later in the at-bat. Two and two here, coming home. Fly ball, shallow right field coming in. The right fielder lost that in the sun for a moment and falls in front of him. Luca Weinkoff could have had a play on that, looked like he held up for a moment, and it falls right in front. Kyler Soppy becomes the first base runner of the afternoon. Yeah, if Luca saw that right off the bat, I think he takes two or three steps in and has an easy play there in right field. He was frozen for a moment, looked like he didn't pick up the ball, fell right in front of him. Good speed at first for Wyatt Miles, who comes in for the Evergreens. Strike one. Marshke with no one on base, big leg kick. Now he's got to shorten up the mechanics, kind of slide step towards home. Wyatt Miles on the season, 6 of 22. Oh, one pitch throw over to first. Again, that's the lefty. You're going to have to be careful with that tricky move over to first base. And the Evergreens have not seen left-handed pitching in a while. Set now and coming home, up high. Big secondary lead at first base. Soppy retreats and does not try to advance. You know, we do enough of these Everest games, so we know some of the coaching tendencies. Dave Langbin is not bashful about bunting over, even in the early innings, especially in a game where you got two elite pitchers and the runs may be at a premium. Yeah, late offered to bunt and fouled it back, went off the catcher. And I believe we're at one and two. Blue is, is checking his indicator. It's going to show us in just a moment. 
Yep, there we go. Thank you, Blue. One ball and two strikes. Want to move that runner over from first base. So Wyatt Miles, the Everest batter, playing for contact. Lefty to lefty. So this may be tough duty here if Wyatt Miles gets to swing away. Throw over to first. Runner's back. I've always thought operating the scoreboard up here is the worst job in the press box. When they put the new scoreboard up at Simon Field, what, three or four years ago, I mean, it, it still looks beautiful. It's just complicated. Two strike pitches fouled back. We stay at one ball and two strikes. If you're just joining us, well, where have you been? We're in the bottom of the first inning. Spash did not score in their at-bat. The Evergreens, none out and a man on first. Wyatt Miles, senior year. One, two pitch, coming home, fouled off the plate. Pitch was up around the letters, too close to take. And Wyatt wastes it. We'll see another. Preston Miller awaits on deck, hitting in the number three spot. That's the highest Preston has been in the Everest batting order this season. And then Brock Babish behind him. Boy, in a game like this, playing in front, big advantage. One, two, pitch, swing and a miss. Wyatt Miles fails to advance the runner, throw down to first, runner's back. Wyatt Miles is down on strikes. I mean, when you play the good teams, all the little things are magnified, cannot give away outs on the bases. Preston Miller is five for 16 this season. For those who are math challenged, yeah, I, I had to put it into the calculator too. 313. Runners going, pitches up high for a ball. Throw down to second, is up high, almost goes into the outfield. Stolen base for Kyler Sampi, and the Evergreens have indeed moved that runner into scoring position. So now we'll see if Miller or Babish behind him can drive in that run. And I will think that Marshke goes back to the full windup here where he seems to be a little more comfortable. Looks back and checks the runner at second. 1-0 pitch. Yeah, full leg kick and overthrew it. It's up high. Two balls and no strikes. We talk about that a lot during these broadcasts too. A lot of times when a high school pitcher reaches back for something extra, they overthrow. It's out of the strike zone. Trusting your mechanics and getting your power from that is one of the keys to high school baseball pitching. There we go. Made the adjustment, and it's a strike on the inside corner. Two and one. Hit to the outfield gives the Evergreens an early lead in this spot. Wind is calm, pleasant afternoon. And a lot of people here for baseball at Simon Field. Now that the game started at 5 o'clock, a little more parent-friendly. Swing and a miss at a high one. Two balls and two strikes. Yeah, when the game started at 5 o'clock, sneak out of work early, bring the lawn chair, keep it in the car. Everest fans down the third baseline. Spash is well represented, too. They're in the bleachers right behind home plate. Two balls and two strikes to Preston Miller. Long set. Here it comes. Way up high again, three balls and two strikes. Preston's played a nice defensive center field for the Evergreens, too. 
It seems like year after year the Evergreens find a good center fielder. Preston's going to be around next season too. One of our returning stars. 3-2 with that runner at second. Swing and a miss. Pitcher wins that battle. Preston Miller has struck out for out number two. It's up to Brock Babish. Babish is the only Evergreen hitting above 400. 7 of 16. Now, Babish usually hits for himself even when he pitches. Why the 7 for 16? Because Brock Babish has a good eye and walks a lot, too. Need a hit here with two outs to bring that runner in. Throw to second and thrown into the outfield. And the center fielder charges in not far enough for Kyler Soppy to advance. Soppy had to dive back to second base. If he was in standing up, he probably could have turned that around and taken third. I mean, it's early. There's a lot of baseball. This just has the feeling of a game that could be 1-0, 2-0, 2-1. Runs are going to be at a premium today. Babish off the plate, slow roller, second baseman. Brock doesn't run all that well. Kale Raw throws him out, and Brock kind of slams his hands together like he's frustrated that he wasn't more patient at the plate. The Evergreens get a leadoff single, move him to second, but no further. One inning complete, Stevens point nothing, D.C. Evers nothing. On 93.9 The Game and our website, everythingevergreens.com. Top of the second is on, and there's no score between D.C. Everest and Smash. I'm Chris Conley. The Evergreens and Stevens Point were supposed to open up the season second week in April. Got pushed back because of rain. In fact, you know, the, the day that these teams were supposed to play, they took infield. Coaches came out and exchanged batting orders, and then it began to rain. Then we waited. We had some thunder and lightning. Here's Caden Thauer to bat for Smash, righty to righty. Caden looks like a cleanup hitter. Big, broad shoulders, and he takes strike one at the letters. It's funny because you don't have a lot of scouting. These teams will see each other during the American Legion season through the summer, so you might remember some kids from last year. That's up high, one ball and one strike. So, I mean, you just kind of size people up visually a little bit. Caden looks like the kid you would expect to bat cleanup. Looks like you can put a charge into 1-2, so you'll tread carefully here. Nate Langman's 1-1 one, one pitch. Outside corner, strike two. Nate has consistently been able to hit that spot with his fastball through the season. Outside black, good velocity. And he's ahead in the count, a ball and two strikes. Coming home here. Now that was a ball. It was going to be above the numbers and fouled back to the screen. We stay at one ball and two strikes. Spash is only lost this season out of conference to Onalaska. They lost 2 nothing. 
beaten everybody else. And Spash usually plays a tough non-conference schedule too. A ball and two strikes, took something off and out in front of that, fouled off again, one and two still. Spash will travel over to Lacrosse. They'll play Lacrosse Central. That'll be a high level of competition too. And you know what? You want to test yourself because when we get to state, checked his swing. Did he go? No, sir. Close. I think I agree. I think he held up, and the count evens at two balls and two strikes. I mean, our sectional when we get to postseason is tough. Hudson playing good baseball. Spash is here. Out in front of this, and a base hit to center field. Caden Thayer, two out, single to start off the Spash second. The Eau Claire schools are consistently good. I'm not sure if Eau Claire Memorial is as good as they have been in past years, but Eau Claire North plays serious baseball. They're in our sectional too. John Nafe to hit now with none out and one on. Strike. One of the things that you're looking for for Nate Langman, he did this a little bit in the West game too. There's a lot of traffic on the bases when Nate pitched against Wausau West, and he fought through a lot of adversity. It's just one of the, the mental toughness part, looking to bunt here. It's bunted back to the mound. This will be a sacrifice. Throw over to first. That's the first out. Runner advances to second. So even Spash senses that runs may be hard to come by this afternoon. Luca Weinkoff, a starter a year ago, back for his senior year now. Another one of the left-handed bats in the Spash lineup. So the Evergreens put a man on second with one out. Spash now has a man on second with one down. Top of the second, no score. Curve drops in. That's a strike. And again, that's the lefty. So when you're in the left-handed batter's box, it looks like that's coming at you or coming at your belt buckle. And then it breaks into the strike zone. Langbin checks the runner at second, leg kick. Fastball is a little high, one ball and one strike. You know, from, from our spot in the press box, judging the inside or outside corner is a little tricky. I mean, we're above the third base dugout. We get a pretty good look, especially with a lefty there, about too high or too low. One, one pitch, swung at a pitch in the dirt. That helps Nate Langbin, and it strikes you. One and two. Bryce Ayer, the DH, awaits on deck. Langbin comes set at his belt. Coming home at a ball and two strikes, and there's a fly ball. It's to the left side, shortstop calling, reaching back. That's Chris Wiesman over the shoulder made that catch. Probably would have been an easier play for Brock Babish, the left fielder, but Wiesman called, and Wiesman caught it. There's the second out. The runner does not advance from beyond second base. Bryce Ayer to hit. Again, Spash, too, would love an early lead in this game, just like the Evergreens. Evergreens play in at right field. That's Hayden Davidowski just a couple of steps beyond the infield. First pitch is up high. Ball one to Bryce Ayer. Should the inning continue, the opposing catcher 
Deacon Kolbach will get a chance to hit. Two out, so Langbin's earned himself a chance to get out of this. 1-0 pitch coming home, a little bit below the knees. Two balls, no strikes. The Evergreens are going to be tested this week. I mean, here's Spash, probably the best team in the Wisconsin Valley Conference. Hudson on Friday. That's another pitch-rich program. 2-0 pitch here, and that is close, but judged a ball. Come on, Blue. Three balls and no strikes. Again, Nate Langbin trying to establish just what is and what isn't a strike on that outside corner. That's a little bit wide. Three balls, no strikes. And there's the automatic take. And three and one now. So Ayer's got a green light in this spot. Looking for a two-out hit, which could bring in that run from second base. Three balls, one strike, two outs. Coming home here, swing, and fouled back into the catcher's mitt. Now fouled off. Went back to the screen. Three and two. The count is full, and there are two outs. Caden Thayer, the runner at second base, is going to get a head start. See if Nate Langbin can battle back and win this one. Come set, this pitch will tell us. Swing and a fly ball, left center field, and it's deep. Going all the way back, Preston Miller can't get it. Over his head, into the gap, Spash will play from in front. That's a long single. Trying to figure out how Bryce Ayer is not beyond first base on that. Maybe he watched it a little bit. He does bring in the runner from second base. Stevens point one, D.C. Everest nothing, and the inning continues. The catcher, number one, Deacon Kobach. You tip your cap there. 3-2 pitch, made good contact. Best hit ball of the afternoon so far. Here's Deacon Kobach. Quick visit to the mound from the Evergreens catcher, Nick Cotter. Cotter needed all six days off. Cotter was was beaten up behind the plate when we played Walsall West. A couple of foul balls got him, got him all over the place. Strike one there from Nate Langman. You would like to see Nate end the second inning right now. It preserves a lot of his pitch count. That run is in, but that runner's over at first base now with two down, so you're focusing on getting the out in front of you at home plate. Overthrows there, one ball and one strike. Also, you always want at the high school level your pitcher to be aware of where he is in the batting order. This is the number eight man in the smash batting order, so you want to challenge eight and nine. Don't want to see the inning go back to the top of the batting order. One, one pitch. Curve bounced off the plate and foul. One and two. Chance to end the inning right here for the sophomore Nate Langbin. Come set, coming home. Bounced off the plate, it's in play to the shortstop Wiesman. Tricky hop with a lot of spin. Chris handles it, throws across the diamond, and the inning is over. But Spash gets a two-out hit that scores them a run. We'll go to the bottom of the second inning, and our new score is Stevens point one. DC Everest nothing on 93-9 the game. One to nothing, Stephen Point.
Coming up for the Evergreens, Danielski, Davidowski, and Wiesman. Bottom of the second is on, and Spash has taken a 1-0 lead. The Evergreens will send 5, 6, and 7 in their batting order to hit against Noah Marschke. That's Mitch Danielski, Hayden Davidowski, and Chris Wiesman. Danielski has had limited plate appearances. He's playing in right field today. He is 3 for 9. And again, some of the Everest players who haven't been in the starting lineup all that much. Danielski qualifies. Noah Shimaluski who's hitting ninth and may get a chance to bat later this inning. Uh, this is pretty tough duty against a lefty. It's got a pretty lively fastball. Swing hard in case you make contact. Danielski is DHing for Nate Langbin. Again, Langbin so far this year had hit for himself. Gets to focus just on the pitching against Stevens Point. Let's see if Danielski can do something. Inserted into the lineup today. First pitch is strike one. <coughs> Danielski stands tall in the batter's box, so this is a pretty big strike zone for Noah to work towards. Ready with his 0-1 pitch. Took something off. It's popped up foul ground. There may be a play in front of the third base dugout. Nope. Just off the roof in front of our 93-9 microphones. Just caught the leading edge of the end of the roof. That was just a couple of inches, maybe less than a foot of being in play in foul ground. No balls and two strikes. See if uh, Danielski can shorten up here and make some contact. Leg kick and coming home at 0-2. That's overthrown and high and away. Yeah, I mean, that would be, you know what, the, the one inning of work scouting report on Noah Marshke tends to overthrow sometimes and is not as effective when there's a runner on and has to shorten up those mechanics. Full leg kick here, 1-2, that's aimed and is down low in the dirt. Two balls and two strikes. You know, year after year, Spash has the best pitching in the conference. Boy, that's been a huge advantage for them. That's why the Evergreens are hopeful this season. Nate Langbin and Brock Babish are both established starting pitchers, so we've got two to go against their two best. 
See how that plays out as we go through the afternoon. 2-2 hit off the plate. It's in play. Slow roller. This is going to be a tough play. Second baseman throws wildly to first, and he's safe. You know, a good throw would have gotten him. That's probably an error on the second baseman. Kale Roth had to charge in, but if he threw true, I think Danielski would have been out. We'll look around the press box and see if everyone agrees with that. It is indeed an error on the second baseman. It's the second inning in a row, though, the Evergreens have their leadoff man aboard. Here's Hayden Davidowski. Hayden is likely to be asked to bunt here. You know what? Spash plays everyone but the third baseman back, and there is looking to bunt. Pulls the bat back. Runner's going. Anyway, second base was not covered. Second baseman had to scoot over to receive the throw on the run, and the runner advances. Ball one at the plate. Stolen base with some miscommunication on the Spash infield, and you know, now you can ask Davidowski to bunt again and move that runner over to third base. One ball and no strikes. Coming home, Bunt is still on. Back to the pitcher, and the only play is to first. Second baseman is covering there, and that's a successful sacrifice. And that moves the runner over to third base with one out. So the Evergreens got what they wanted out of that situation, and we're looking for Chris Wiesman to drive in the run. Chris Wiesman. Chris had the most unusual game against Walsall West. Wiesman reached on all four of his at-bats on four errors on the Walsall West shortstop. Jesse Osnes bobbled two balls and threw two balls away. Wiesman was on board all four times and was 0 for 4. He takes strike one here. Spash plays the infield in, and here we are in the bottom of the second inning. Again, just another indication that the coaches are planning on a pitcher's duel and a low-scoring game. Wiesman has just taken strike two. No balls and two strikes. Right, these next couple of pitches are going to be important. If Wiesman is out, well, then you'll play the infield back with two down. Wiesman needs to make contact here. Put this in play. He's down on the count 0-2 coming home. Wow, that's close. Wiesman lives dangerously just off the plate outside. A ball and two strikes. Noah Marshke kind of looked in there like he thought that was strike three. So as far as Noah is concerned, Wiesman is seeing extra pitches in this at-bat. Let's see if he can take advantage. Leg kick. One, two, swing, and a miss. Strike three. Wiesman does not make contact. Runner is still stuck at third base for Nick Cotter. The catcher, number seven, Nick Cotter. Nick is hitting the picket fence, 111. Nick Cotter deserves a little bit better this season. He's hit a lot of line drives, but he is two for 18. A lot of hard line drive outs. Nothing like now to get off the schneid. Two outs, man on third, and the pitch to Cotter is outside, ball one. And again, Spash doesn't have the scouting either. Noah Shimalewski on deck has had just much less, much fewer at-bats as, uh, as a varsity player. Cotter probably, if you had the scouting, wouldn't see a good pitch to hit in this at-bat. That's cued foul up the first baseline. It's a ball and a strike.
Right, if Spash knew, Cotter doesn't have a lot of protection behind him in the Everest batting order today. I mean, that's just one of the differences between high school and the higher levels of baseball. You got a level behind the ground ball. Pitchers got it and throws over to first. And the Evergreens put a runner on third, but are turned away. An error to lead off the inning does not hurt Stevens Point. We're through two innings. Spash one, D.C. Everest nothing on 93-9 the game. Two, Stevens Point one, D.C. Everest zero. Coming up for the Panthers, Prezabelski, Droner, and Roth. Top of the third is on at Simon Field. Nate Langman will face 9-1-2 and two in the smash batting order. We were saying before, while the Evergreens were trying to pick up that runner from third base, unsuccessfully, that you get one level higher than high school baseball and everything is scouted. I mean, I, I see all of those college baseball games that are all over the, the cable channels, you know, ESPN4 and ESPN5 and the SEC channels and their two or three feeds. Those high school, uh, those college programs, I mean, they're sending advanced scout teams. They, they know everything about their in-conference opponents. It's just something that's different that high school baseball it is the last go-on-gut-and-feel level of baseball. You play at the next level, everybody knows everything. Gavin Prisbelski, the number nine hitter for Spash, left-handed batter. He's their shortstop. Nate Langbin to work. First pitch, strike one. Cutter breaks away from the lefty. Again, five left-handed batters in this Spash lineup that Nate Langbin has to work through. Nate's pitched well. He's allowed a run on two hits. That ball was going to be low, instead swung on and fouled back. No balls, two strikes. Evergreen's off tomorrow. Hudson on Friday here at Simon Field. And then our triangular guests on Saturday. Swing and a miss. There's the first strikeout for Nate Langbin today. Gavin Prisbelski is down on strikes. Saturday's going to be a full day of baseball. Going to start at 10 o'clock. Holman comes here. Then Holman will play Superior in our second game, 12.30. And we think the Evergreens will play that third game around 3.30 or 4 o'clock. They'll play Superior. Superior's going to get home. It's going to be dark. Looking to bunt. Bunted back to the mound. Bobbled by Langbin and safe. Drawner was bunting for a base hit to begin with and didn't place it particularly well. Just two hopped it back to the pitcher. And Nate Langbin, I think, was thinking about picking it up before he'd secured that ball. Error on the Everest pitcher, and with one out, there's a man on first. For Cale Roth. Boy, the Evergreens have been error-prone this year, and you're just hoping that you can overcome. Roth flied out. First ball swinging a bouncer to second. Double play ball to the shortstop. Weisman one back to first. Pulled him off the bag. So the lead runner is erased. 
and the Evergreens do have the second out of the inning. But boy, that was a tailor-made double play ball, and we needed a better throw from shortstop Chris Weisman would have gotten him at first base. Instead, Soppy to Weisman to get the lead runner at second, but no relay back to first. And Bennett Klisch will hit. Two outs, man on first, and the first pitch is down low. You know what scouting I think the other Valley teams do have on Nate Langman? Again, you would have seen him playing American Legion and traveling. Nate Langman almost always starts off the sequence with a fastball. So you do see a lot of first ball swinging now. Seems like Spash has that. Runners going, hitting runs on, and this ball is down to left field, a hit. Runners on first and second. Caden Thauer to bat now with two outs and runners on first and second. Again, early, so this doesn't have the drama of a sixth or a seventh inning at bat, but Spash can build on their one nothing lead if Caden can hit safely here. Two outs, runners on first and second. And he singled and scored the game's only run first time up. He's first ball swing. Ah, that's a nice swing that he has. <laughs> Fouled that off down the third base line. Boy. I mean, if you put the video camera on Caden and slowed that down, nice compact swing, kept his hands back. 0-1 pitch coming. Coming home here. Well, he's out in front of that. So You see, it all balances out in high school. That wasn't a particularly good swing. Didn't adjust well to something off speed and fouled it back for no balls, two strikes. Let's see if Nate Langbin can win this and bring the inning to a close. Looking to hang up a zero in the top of the third. Here comes the 0-2 pitch. And this is a fly ball, center field. 6-4. And there it is. Second base, uh, shortstop's got it. Wow. Sun's a little hard here in the press box. Thank you for the assist. Chris Wiesman gets the force at second, and the inning comes to an end. Spash with an error and a hit, but they do not score as we go to the bottom of the third. Stevens point one, DC Everest nothing. On 93.9 The Game and everythingevergreens.com. To the bottom of the third, the Evergreens trail 1-0. Noah Shimaluski, Kyler Sapi, and Wyatt Miles to hit against Noah Marshke. That's 9-1-2 and two in the Everest batting order. You know, if we complain that it's too hot up here, people are going to throw things at us. 
I mean, it's been just such a cold April. And the first week of May has been much better. And this is just really the first late spring or almost summer-like day that we've had. Noah is 0 for 2 at the plate this season. Been on base a couple of times, though, with a walk and an error, and Noah's a left-handed batter, so this is lefty to lefty to start off the bottom of the third inning. Spash owns the hit column 3-1, and they have a 1-0 lead. Let's see if the Evergreens can do something about that. Noah Marshke's first pitch outside, ball one. Again, you would imagine that someone in the Spash dugout told him, number nine hitter leading off here, so you want to challenge Noah to Noah. Long set, 1-0 pitch, and that misses outside, 2-0. Again, you know, here's a lefty, shown him two cutters, not the fastball. Sure, that cutter is going to break away from the left-handed batter, but it's number nine. I, I want to be pounding the strike zone here. And there he is, made the adjustment, got the outside corner, strike one. Two balls and one strike. Noah's trying to make contact here and waits on a 2-1 pitch. Bounced off the plate, up the first baseline, and foul. Two balls and two strikes. So Noah's looking to shorten up that swing, make some contact here at 2-2, two and two, leading off the bottom of the third inning. Evergreens have had men in scoring position in the first and second, couldn't come up with the big hit to bring either of them home, and he swings and misses at a pitch up above the letters. It's the one you got to try and lay off, and Noah Shmuluski has struck out first out here in the third inning. Second baseman, number six, Kyler Sapi. Kyler singled to right his first time up, so he takes the team lead and hits with his eighth of the season from his first at-bat. The Evergreens moved Kyler over to second and were unable to bring him in. Evergreens had a runner at third in the last inning. Couldn't bring him home either. So the timely hit has just been a little elusive here. Kyler checks his swing at a pitch that's up high. Ball one. Didn't go around. Marshke has three strikeouts, no walks. One error behind him that did not hurt him. 1-0 pitch. Soppy takes, and there's a strike. 1-1. Yeah, Marshke's always around the strike zone. Doesn't look like he's going to hurt himself with a lot of walks. Same for Nate Langman. So both pitchers, two sophomores going at it here. They're both holding their own right now. 1-1 one, one pitch. Took something off, and it's down low. Yeah, you're trying to get Kyler to swing over the top of that, and Kyler's got a good eye, disciplined at the plate, laid off. So we switch to a hitter's count at two balls and one strike. Coming home. Indeed, has the green light, but fouled that one off. Kyler would probably like another swing at that. Maybe just a little bit below the letters. It's the one you're looking to drive. Instead, two balls and two strikes. Soppy's hitting above 300 for the season. He's played a good second base for the Evergreens, too. 2-2 two, two pitch. Soft fly ball, center field. Well, center field, that, that's carrying. It's over his head. Soppy is 2-for-2. Two two. He'll chug into second base. Big turn holds there. 
Wow, I misjudged that off the bat. I thought that was going to be shallow. And then Tommy Droner had to go back. It went up going over his head. Tommy didn't misjudge that. I did. That was a well-hit ball from Kyler Soppy. And Soppy, with one out, is on second base. I think I agree with that. Second baseman was a uh, center fielder, shallow there, and, and was not able to go back fast enough. We saw Tommy Droner play center field last year. Normally better than that. Wyatt Miles hits here. One out, man on second as the Evergreens look to tie this thing up. Wyatt struck out first time. Wasn't a bad at-bat. Fouled a lot of pitches away. He's first ball swinging here and pops that foul. 0-1. Game's been pretty well played so far. Each side has an error. Hasn't factored into the scoring at all. One out and a man on second. Wyatt Miles steps off. There is no one covering second base. No matter. Soppy retreats. Soppy's got good speed. The Evergreens would send him around on anything that's hit to the outfield. Also, one of Coach Langman's uh, tendencies at third base, test the outfielder's arm. He does that all the time. Oh, one pitch. That's away. Now that's a generous strike, too. Wyatt Miles was hoping that that was going to be outside. No, sir. No balls and two strikes. Preston Miller on deck, looking for the timely hit from Wyatt Miles or from Preston Miller. Could tie this ball game. Wyatt's down on the count 0-2, coming home. Popped up, behind home plate, not enough room for Kobach, the catcher, to make a play. So we'll stay at 0-2. Yeah, Wyatt had two strikes on him in the first at-bat, fouled away a couple of pitches before eventually going down. Infield is back, runner at second. It's the shortstop who they may try and sneak in behind the base runner, Soppy. No balls, two strikes. And that is, well, that's too close to take. It's judged a ball outside. Wyatt Miles lives dangerously. One and two. Noah Marshke, when you're ahead in the count with a runner on, that's the spot that you want. Try and nibble at that outside corner. One out, and we're waiting on a one-two pitch. And tipped back to the catcher's glove and held. Wyatt Miles has struck out for a second time. There's the second out of the inning. The up to Preston one. Miller. Preston Miller. Miller also struck out his first time. Five for 17 this season is Preston. Looking to pick up Kyler Soppy. Junior at the plate, junior at second base. Long set, coming home. Holds off on a pitch that's up high, ball one. And the Evergreens didn't play baseball last weekend either. It was prom weekend. We usually don't schedule baseball games on the Saturday of. Even early in the uh, morning or early afternoon, nope, we keep the day free. Preston Miller's waiting on a 1-0 pitch. Steps off, throw to second, runner is back. 
we'll see if there are any angry fathers or older brothers of uh, prom dates that show up later in the game. Back at home plate, one ball and no strikes. Preston Miller waiting. Soppy's got a pretty big lead, and the second baseman is sneaking in behind him, coming home down low. Two balls and no strikes. You know, if Preston Miller should walk or reach and somehow not deliver the big hit, Brock Babish on deck. Brock was a little impatient his first time up and bounced out to second. He'd love another crack at Noah Marschke. Throw over to second, sidearm, pickoff play, second baseman covering, runner is safe. And we're still at two balls and no strikes. Noah seems a little bothered by that runner at second base right now. He's coming home, taking, and there's a strike, two balls and one strike. Yeah, I'm not sure I'd be all that worried about the runner at second here. There are two outs. Get Preston Miller out, and you bring the inning to a close. Two outs. The Evergreens 0 for 4 so far this game with runners in scoring position. Throw back to second. Safe. I mean, Soppy's got such good speed. Anything that's hit to the outfield, he's going to come around and score. It's not really a factor of whether you keep him close to second base or not. That's why, again, I'd focus on getting the out right in front of me at home plate. Two balls, one strike. Miller is waving at that pitch on the outside corner. Miller's a little frustrated there. It's two and two. Well, sooner or later, the big hit's got to come. We'll see if this is the spot. Two outs, 2-2 two, two count, and Preston Miller's trying to pick up that runner at second base. Long set for Marshke, coming home, fouled off. So Miller hangs strong, and we'll get to see another pitch. After our home plate umpire gets the ball bag restocked. Just a light breeze blowing out to right. Aside from this field being a little soft from all the rain, the weather is just not a factor at all. A real, finally, we, we've waited forever for it. Finally, a really nice day for baseball. And here's the 2-2 pitch with two down. Coming home, Miller ground ball back to the pitcher, and the Evergreens still don't have that big hit. Marshke throws over to first, and John Nafe and the Evergreens strand another in scoring position. Three complete, Stevens point one, D.C. Everest nothing on 93-9 the game. At the end of three, Stevens point one, D.C.